Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Brandy Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. This is the podcast where a guy with a film degree. A guy who knows how to work a DVD player. I thought about my theater story. <laughs> Talk to you. I was about to say a guy who thought he got locked in a theater. <laughs> Talk to you about movies. Uh, I was terrified uh, watching Stillwater, and also it's a good movie. That review is coming up now on this episode of Brandy Points. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome to the show, our second review of the week. Oh, there it is. That's, I, I don't have a, a can or bottle pop, so that's a bottle crinkle. I'm already, I'm already through my water. Um, he's not, not that he's done with it. He just threw it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hydration, yeet! <laughs> um, but yes, our second review of the week, we checked out the Matt Damon movie. Matt Damon! Matt Damon! You know who his co-star should have been? Who? Johnson, <laughs> I thought you were trying to do like a like a build up to that. I didn't know you were. Did you did you like that I started saying it? I was like, you I'm looked like you were hyper. You were like I thought you were hyperventilating. Like I, no. So for listeners that couldn't see, uh, I was I was gonna say John Cena, and I kept starting to move my mouth to say it, and then I was like, you're gonna laugh, stop. So I started saying it and stopped like four times. So my mouth was just like quivering back and forth. It looked like you were like panicking a little bit. <laughs> Um, but yes, it's Matt. It's Matt Damon's movie. Matt Damon. The film is directed by, by Matt Damon. No, it's it's directed by Tom McCarthy. Matt Damon. Tom McCarthy uh, directed the Academy Award-winning film Spotlight. He also directed um, a terrific movie from 2007 called uh, The Visitor. Um, if you haven't seen that, um, this film was written by uh, him, Marcus uh, Hinchley, Thomas uh, Big. Gian, I hope that's how you say his name. And Let me see how you spell it. Uh, it's the guy with the glasses. That's uh, Bidegan. Bidegan, thank you. I think, I don't know. Thomas. made it up. Thomas Bidegan. <laughs> and then also, uh, No Debray. Uh, I hope that's how you say his name. It looks, uh, I don't, I'm not going to guess what that looks like. Um, <laughs> but they wrote this movie. Tom directed it. It is starring, of course, Mr. Damon, Camille uh, Cotton, or Coteen, I, I'm just gonna stop with names today. Abigail Breslin is in this as well. Okay, up. I thought that was Abigail Breslin. Yeah, Little Miss. It's Sunshine. like midway through the movie, I was just like, "Hey, that's the girl from Zombieland." And Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, I, that's funny. I thought of Little Miss Sunshine first. Um, but yep, yeah, they round out the cast. Tom McCarthy and his writers made the movie. As we do with our new movies, hot takes. Uh, Nick. I think this is the first time we've had a Tom McCarthy movie on the show. I'm just looking at his resume, and it definitely is. Uh, did you... You didn't see Spotlight, right? The movie about the Catholic priest? No. Or the Boston Globe breaking the story about the Catholic Ooh, priest? yes. Actually, I did. Yeah. Oh, did you? Was it, was, was it on cable? or? No. We actually rented it. Nice. Uh, when Hollywood Video was open, when I, and I lived with my parents. Uh, or not Hollywood Family Video. You, so you saw a Best Picture winner, and you liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was the best film of 2015 from the Oscars. But um, but yeah, no, it was it was a terrific movie. Um, but anyway, uh, I had the first hot take in Suicide Squad. Uh, what was what was your hot take on this? Because you didn't text me what your hot take was. You only texted me what your theater story was. <laughs> I love this movie, and one of the things that you detract it for is something that normally kills movies for me, and I didn't mind it at all. I on our, I'm just gonna get it out of the way so I can tell my story really quick. Um. On our scale, one of the worst th- the worst thing that we see is a single brownie or a, a, a cookie. Jesus Christ! One of the worst things we see this is what happens a, when you go backwards. <laughs> is a, a, a single brownie. Jesus Christ! One of the worst things cookie. we see it's is a, cookie. a is a so bad it's a cookie. One of the, and then pretty bad but has something redeeming is a single brownie. There you Half go. pan is fifty fifty. Pretty good is a full pan, and best thing we see is a full pan of brownies with icing and sprinkles. Um, I actually give this sprinkles, which is funny because you kept talking about how it was too long and it killed it for you. Okay. Killed. It's a little strong. Well, you're like, you're like, I I don't like how long it is. I normally in the one 
where pacing ruins movies. Like, literally, there have been so many movies that we've reviewed where the pacing is what made me hate a movie. Yeah. And I actually had no problem with it. I liked how long it was. I thought I liked the characters that we got to spend time with. Okay, so my theater story. <laughs> Forget the hot take. I have to tell you my theater story. <laughs> well, I, dude, I'll get into my thoughts in the, uh, in, in the like, spoiler part of the review oh yeah no i I, i'm just busting you this story is amazing this story is one of the most is one of the wildest experiences i've had in a theater so it starts with kelsey is this at our or just for just for setting is this our normal theater this is the theater uh that we saw tenant at so this is the other theater that we live within like 15 minutes of oh okay you saying Okay, yeah, you saying tenant. Okay, I know. Which so one we you're we about. went there because the original plan was that you, me, and Kelsey were gonna go, but then you needed to edit the show instead that night, and it was like, all right, well, we just picked it later, so that way you yeah. could make it after work. Yeah. So we went there anyway, <laughs> and we get there. Me and Kelsey are the only people in this theater. I saw the Facebook photo you shared. We're in the. Yeah. We're the only people in this room. And I sit down, and and the chair that I sit down in is the left hand side is not bolted to the floor, so like it starts wobbling. And I looked at Kelsey, was like, I don't know what seat you're in. You need to sit to my right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if your seat says you're on my left. You need to sit on my right. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the movie. And we get a pretty good chunk of the way into it, and it's the chunk where how to say this without spoiling it. Um, where Matt James, Matt <laughs> Matt Jamin. Matt Jamin. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt Damon gets jumped. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, so not crazy far into the movie. Roughly an hour. Yeah, not yeah, not crazy so, far. Okay. So I have to pee. I was like, all right, I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom. So I get up and leave. Yeah. And as I'm walking out, again, we saw this on a Monday. I want to emphasize this. We saw it on a Monday at like 7:20 at night. So we saw a decently late showing on a day that no one goes to see movies. Yeah. So I walk out and there's a bathroom and it says uh closed temporarily closed for cleaning and I was like, "All right, well I got to go to the other bathroom which is on the other side of the theater sucks, but whatever." So I walk and it's this theater is essentially shaped like a V. You walk in, you get checked in and then there's the concession stands and then on the left there's a bunch of theaters and on your right there's a bunch of theaters. I walk out to where the concession stand is, and dude, I have a panic attack because they have roped off the entrance. To, like you get, like there's like those. Uh, it's like the stanchions. Yeah, the stanchions. They're just in front of the doors. There's no one there taking tickets. There's no one there in the customer service booth. There is no one behind the counter of the concession stands. There's no popcorn being made. I don't smell like hot dogs or anything cooking. There, uh, the candy thing that they have where it's like, oh, you just walk over and you pick up like your milk duds and you take it up like, oh, popcorn and soda too. Yeah. Like that's got a cover on it. All the lights are off. The menu screens aren't on anymore and the lights everywhere are off. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> and I start thinking we are the only people in this theater. I don't know what time it is because I haven't checked my phone yet. And I was like, uh, they just left because me and Kelsey are the only ones in this theater. I wouldn't have been like, oh, I wouldn't have blamed them for thinking, forgetting about the one movie that had two people show up to it yeah. that were together and just forgetting about it. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to pee regardless. So go pee and then figure this out. Yeah. And so I go to the bathroom. I go pee. And dude, not only that, I'm not hearing sound from other theaters. <laughs> like yeah the doors are closed but i'm not hearing like the bass rumble or anything and i'm like but yeah if no if no one was in those rooms they wouldn't even just play it kind of what i'm getting at yeah. there's no sound coming from this theater other than the one <laughs> room that me and kelsey are in and i'm like okay <laughs> so i go pee and i actually walk down the other side of the theater to try and see if i could hear nothing mm. and so i turn around to go back to our theater and i'm literally thinking how i'm going to tell kelsey they left and I'm pretty sure locked up and closed without realizing we're here. Yeah. And as I'm walking back, the bathroom that said temporarily closed for cleaning, I heard employees talking and then I heard a theater near it have a big bass boom. And I was like, okay, we're fine. Cause dude, (laughs) I went from, Oh dear God, we have to figure out how to get out of here. And I don't even know who we call. 
I don't know if we wait around after we leave because the alarm is for sure going to get off. And I don't even know if we can get out of this theater. <laughs> to, <laughs> oh, yeah, everything's fine. Calm down. Oh, so, my God. I, in the middle of this movie, had a panic attack thinking we were going to be locked in the theater overnight. And if we tried to leave, the police were going to come. Dude. Okay, between the two years I worked... And, dude, I, I want to I put this out there. I've not worked in a theater, but I've worked in a mall. I've yeah. worked in a lot of retail situations, customer-facing situations. I know what places look like when they're closed. Yeah. And, my God, if that's not what a theater looks like when it's yeah. closed... That is pretty damn close to looking closed. Dude, I, I I have two years working in a theater when I was 15 and 16. And my ex worked at a theater when we lived in Florida and in New York. Like, I've been to plenty of, like, end of shift shows. And, like, knowing that's what they do. And you texting me after the movie at, like, 10 o'clock. And I'm just, like... You text me that first without any other context, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't register what time it was. I was like, wait, did you just leave the movie? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like I, I told. I what, started panicking, just like I saw the movie that you picked, and you didn't even finish it. <laughs> what I, what I'm, what I'm getting at though is like, I texted Dan. What I texted him is I was like, dude, I almost told Kelsey we need to leave. Like, I was like, oh my god, screw this movie. People don't know we're here, and the later it gets, if we try and leave, and an alarm goes why, off. Why would a manager? Why would even a manager leave when they should know that a I've movie seen, is played? I've seen movies where like they're like, take the head count on the bus, and like the one kid's like holding a hat up, and they're like, all right, we got twenty two, and they've only got twenty one, <laughs> and the person gets left at like the museum or whatever. Like that's what I thought was happening. I was like, oh god, and so so like I text Dan, and Dan tells me all that, and I was like. Oh, I have a story for the show. Yeah, no. Theaters, the last showing, like the an hour after the last show starts, so, like not not just the general, like if one starts at 7.20 and 7.45, the, an hour after the 7.45 starts, that's when if nobody comes out into the lobby, it's like, all right, we're going to shut down. And then yeah. like, it's just tough luck for whoever does come out last. So I get back in the theater and Kelsey tells me what I missed. And I've got kind of a look on my face. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. And she's, and she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then like, I didn't tell her why I was freaked out. I told her when the movie was over. Cause I was not going to be like, oh, Hey, let's miss a chunk of the movie. So I can tell you this story. Yeah. So like, I think there's like 20, 30, 20 minutes left in the movie. And like, it's ramping up of what's going to happen. And Kelsey's like, I need to go to the bathroom. And I was like, it's almost over. <laughs> and in my head, I, and I was kind of like, also, don't go out in the lobby because you're going to think the same thing I did and you're going to want to leave. And I'm not, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm finishing this movie. Yeah. <laughs> or I assume she would want to leave. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that was my theater story that we were in the theater by ourselves. So much so that I thought we got forgot about and locked in there. Even when you're by yourself, something happens. That's yeah. amazing. That is so, <laughs> so funny. I overthought a lot. I, I was reading that on my couch I think what yeah, I was near the end of Suicide Squad when you texted me. Had that. you been there, you would have been with me for me being like, We need to go. I would have I would have read you and panicked a little, just like, wait, what's happening? And then you would have told me that the lobby was dark and I would have been like, Dude, you moron Dude, thing. <laughs> it it was it was so dark and like I was convinced that we were there alone. Yeah. I thought about yelling. <laughs> not like not to be like <laughs> not like that, but just like excuse me a like, home, home alone like ah! yeah i just thought about yelling to try and get an employee's attention if they were there and yeah. i was like the thing is i'm I, I i'm so antsy right now if i don't get a call back that's gonna freak me out more like if i were to yell and not hear back i'm like oh god <laughs> it's happening i love that you would th i love the, the thought of like a manager just like Forgetting that a projector is on and just <laughs> leaving the theater. <laughs> God, that's so great. I'm, so I don't hands know. Hands down, my favorite theater. Story. I don't know the next time I'm gonna want to go to that theater. I I don't blame you. <laughs> I, that's too. That's God. That's too damn funny. I love this. I love that you actually went through all that. But I'm glad it all worked out okay. Yeah. As for the movie, still water. AMC maybe. Uh... 
maybe change some policies so you don't give customers <laughs> panic attacks. But granted, I went on a Monday. You went on a Monday at seven, and they don't on weekdays. They don't do like nine o'clock shows anymore. Like I was they, gonna say, the latest I saw was like eight. Yeah, they stopped doing like outright like nine and ten o'clock shows. But um, I'm surprised they did an eight o'clock show. Like not even like technically like seven forty-five. But yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, your hot take on Stillwater, you're basically done. Okay. Yeah, great. it sprinkles. I really like the movie. I had a panic attack thinking I was locked in there yeah. for the night. Now, what do you think, Dan? I, I, I do really, really like this movie. There's, um, a, a terrific discussion to be had about Matt Damon, not just his Matt Damon, not, not just beep, 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 beep. not just his performance, but just like the character he he portrays in this movie. I think is um really interesting. Is something we could talk about. Um, I I like that uh Tom McCarthy is not afraid in any of these movies that he's made um to to tackle something like because okay because the, the elephant in the room is this is loosely based on Amanda Knox. I have my opinions on that, but <laughs> I will I will say this: uh, the way it ends, because you gave me this warning. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a reason she hates this movie. <laughs> you gave me a warning. You go. You know. You're like, it's really good. I totally get why she hates this movie and wants nothing to do with it. And when the twist in the movie happens, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but I I get it. As a whole, I have I have a hot take. I'll say I have a hot take on that. I'll say when we get into spoilers. But um, but no, I. I think Todd's a terrific director, Matt. I will defend to the death as a terrific actor, and I think he's a genuinely good person. He looks he looks like, like a, a friend of ours, or a friend of ours looks like him in the movie. You have to tell me, or in this movie, yes, <laughs> in this movie, yes, yeah. Um, I would say write that timestamp down just in case your echo was like, or yeah, whatever. I didn't make any sound. I mouthed it. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm being paranoid, <laughs> but um. But no, the... Uh, Here, I'll write it down. But I... Dude, I was... Yeah. I just want to make 100% sure I mute... I, I... I make 100% sure. I thought I heard something. But anyway, neither, neither in or there. I... The biggest thing I... Like I was saying, I think the screenplay is really interesting. I think um, Matt's a terrific actor. The only thing I'd really say is that, like... I, I think I could trim about... 15 to 20 minutes of this movie out like get it right near two hours because it's not that i have anything against i I don't know if this is really so much a spoiler to say but like there's a b story about like matt damon like starting his own life in the country that his daughter is getting held captive is not held captive then in in france while he's like in between like visitation with his daughter and like I, I've got something I want to say in my defense, like in my defense of defending the time. This movie made me th- like made me think a lot of Nomadland. Interesting. It may it just it, it's it's his life with a bunch of stuff happening, and that's just what progresses the story. <sighs> but it's but it's centered around this murder the, story yeah the main the main conflict of the movie and my main point of interest in this movie was him doing this like blue collar jason Bourne trying to figure out how to get his daughter out of jail like so when I it, also, so I also when it like, detracts into his like personal life and he meets this girl and their daughter and i like, also like that it doesn't feel like prisoners like it doesn't feel like it has a super like time where it ramps up like the part where like it get well the, <laughs> i until, argue there is <laughs> until until the end yeah and at the end and it makes sense at the end it's not like in um what was that movie about the lady that stayed in her house all the time and then it they're like oh, oh by the woman by the, in the window yeah it's not like woman in the window where it feels like a completely different movie yeah but um i i i, I like how it feels like it's just like, yeah, he's going around learning stuff. There's a couple times where it ticks up, but it's not like adrenaline inducing and changes everything. Like yeah. the scene, the end scene at the soccer game yeah, is one of the most adrenaline pumping scenes in the movie. And when you think about it, he's just walking around. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, the, I feel like it didn't, I didn't, I feel like it took, too much mo- i i thought it kind of took too much away like i get it like it wants to tell like him about him being cultured and becoming a little less 
jaded in the face of like this horrible thing that he's trying to get his daughter out of like i get that it wants to show a little bit of levity and bring some happiness into his life because he's got all this other stuff happening i i just wish for the sake of the runtime and like okay like let's get back to him trying to save his daughter like the main the bigger point of the movie like i feel like well, i could have trimmed like 15 I, minutes out of it specifically like in I, scenes with him or the daughter or the wife i i like in this movie the moment where he kind of resides himself to feeling hopeless it's not a depressive moment for him he's like i'm gonna go about my life maybe something will change and there'll be a break and i can kind of figure out what to do from this point on so yeah. i'm not gonna give up and just go back home I, I I took it to mean that rather than just like, oh, dear God, he sinks in and he's going to go back home and he's about to get on like the plane back. And then he has like the stereotypical aha moment. And he's like, I got to sell my plane ticket. And I got to go back to do-. like he doesn't have that. He's more of just like if I'm patient, and I wait this out. I might be able to figure out what to do. Yeah, no, but totally. I have to establish a life here because I can't just freeload off this woman and child. Yeah. And I, I don't have a problem. With, I don't have a problem with it's, that. I think that was a very smart way I, to I'm keep just, him there. I'm just saying what you're criticizing it for to change it to where it's like get back to him fixing his daughter. You're going to make it very tropey doing that. I that's a risk I would be willing to gamble on Adobe Premiere because I really want to trim this movie from 220 to like 205, two hours. Like it's just, it drags so much in the middle when the movie just decides to like focus on that more than like him, blue collar Jason Borning trying to find the guy that he thinks is the real suspect that should be in jail. Like, and that was main, not that it's not, it's not, it doesn't ruin the movie on our rating scale. I'm still giving this a full pan. Like, cause when this movie works, and I was telling, texting my sister and telling my girlfriend this, like speaking, speaking of when this s- works, this movie really, really works. Speaking of your sister, did you like that? This movie had the car you two shared in high school in it. Oh, Oh, um, Oh, you have to when remind he, me when he that. goes, when he goes to the grandma's house at the very beginning of the movie. Yes, that was it. that car's there, and I was, yeah. and I just started laughing. And Kelsey goes, "What?" I was like, "I'm reviewing this with Dan, and that was the car he drove in high school." Uh, the good old Buick Lesabre. Uh, still, <laughs> still, eh, no, don't miss that car. The door panel. <laughs> it the, was a good car, though. The door panel fell off. So what they did is they just put two bolts in it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they should do, Dan? There, they sell clips that cost five dollars for a bag of twenty. I guarantee that door only needed like 14 and instead they drilled bolts into your car door. I have to see if I can, I might be on my old phone. I have to see if I have a charge cord for it. That'll fit. That was, <laughs> Oh my God. That was nightmare fuel. When you sent me those pictures. Yeah. Though, well, that was, that was because of the Florida heat or no, part of it was the Florida heat. I should have. Did I ever send you photos of like when the uh, the 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 dashboard, the the fake leather on the dashboard cracked? Peeling? No, it was peeling up like a tidal wave, and so because it wouldn't stay down because it was warped, I just cut it. Yeah, <laughs> it looks There's, so bad. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember if it's Dodge pickups from a certain time frame or if it was Chevy, but they they were known for having dashboards. The plastic was very thin, and when it would get hot, it would become very brittle. And there's just videos of people like punching their dash out. <laughs> no, mine was it was like foam with like a like a, a layer over it of like plastic leather. that that looked like fake leather. But yeah, no, that foam was like starting to peel up like a wave, and it was just it would not go down. So I just said screw it, and I took a pocket knife and I just cut it. So there's just <laughs> There's just a nice strip of styrofoam or of foam, not styrofoam, a nice strip of foam on my dashboard in my Buick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, anyway, I just, I mean, that's more or less my hot take on uh, Stillwater is I, I still think this is a really damn good movie. I just wish in like somewhere like after the first hour and before the last half hour, like they found a way to trim like maybe 15 minutes out of the runtime, mainly in like the relationship thing i don't know if it would be possible i feel like i could do it but i'm not trying to make a mountain out of this anthill like it's a very small gripe i have of this movie it is why i'm not giving it sprinkles though but overall everything else is a very intense movie it's extremely well acted um i guess we should start the spoiler zone with um let's just get the amanda knox uh elephant out of the way um for those of you who don't know 
Amanda Knox, uh, when did this happen? 2010, 2009? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm very much not informed on this story. I just know that I recognize the story of foreign exchange student from America was in a foreign country, was accused of murdering a roommate, and then it was a big international incident. That's what I remember. I don't remember anything else. Um, Amanda Knox. Um, Sometime in the mid two thousands. I, I want to say it was like in two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a big difference between there's there are big differences between the story and the real story, but there's also some kind of kernels of similarity. Uh, in two thousand seven, she was um, she was convicted in Italy of uh, murdering. Um, a fellow exchange student. Uh, her name was Meredith. Um, but then she was um, she was acquitted in 2015. So she spent 13 years in jail, in Italian jail. Um, and in this movie... Um, they bang the gavel like this. <laughs> in this movie, Abigail Breslin's character um, was convicted of murder... Four years ago, something like that. Four years ago and is serving a nine-year sentence, which is very light. Very light for murder. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you also were going to work on parole. I thought the criminal justice system in this was interesting. They're like, you're going to get paroled one day a month, and it's to help you adjust to life outside the jail. And I was like, oh, that's that's a system that actually is focused on reform. Yeah, and, and, and this is in France. This is in France, too. It's not in Italy. And, um, but it's still a college student accused of killing another fellow college student. And, um, we'll get, we'll address it later because my take doesn't really involve that per se. I completely understand with what happens in the end with what the twist is, which by the way, I have a question for you about, did you see it coming? <sighs> no, honestly, no, I didn't think, I didn't think Todd McCarthy would do that i really i i I thought the movie was just gonna be over and like they have a happy moment not the twist (laughs) i sort of saw it coming due to one specific scene okay well let's we'll we'll get there because i i just my take on amanda knox getting mad about this movie is i understand why yeah it's warranted (laughs) i understand why but this movie, while it borrows a couple things from her, I see this ultimately as a pure work of fiction. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. They don't they don't name drop anybody. It's 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 it, all fictional characters. It's not. Yeah, it takes inspiration from your story, but that's because your story yeah. is very compelling and would make a good film. It makes I, I get it, it. Like at first, it made me think like, well, why didn't you just do the Amanda Knox movie like from someone else's perspective? But at the same time. That'd be even way more problematic. We know the outcomes. Yeah, well, and it's well, historical dramas. We know the outcomes of all historical dramas. Yeah. But I can understand why he wanted, why he and his writers wanted to like dress it up a little bit without skirting that line of just like you're manipulating the truth. So like this is, yeah, very, 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 very specific details of this are borrowed from Amanda. But no, this is this is a completely fictitious like. 98 percent made up like outside of like some very specific details that said i'm not saying she doesn't have the right to be mad i just i don't i don't think it's necessarily she could have just brushed this away and just been like oh yeah that movie's out it's all fake and you can talk to me if you want to know the real story or watch the netflix documentary well i look at it so i look at it too she's probably like why are they digging this back up I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's prop, there's probably of, oh my God, can we move on from this at this point? Yeah. In her, in what she's feeling. And I, I get it. And she, and she, she, that Netflix documentary, it's a fantastic documentary. It's her explaining what all happened. Like she's the main interviewee of that movie. So I feel like she might be mad because she got her piece out in that and thought that that was like Netflix was bearing it. So, but I mean, I just, I get where she's coming from. I just don't think. And I don't think anybody is looking at this movie. It's just like the Amanda Knox starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. But, but yeah, I just I mentioned that I was gonna research a little bit about about her for this, and I just wanted to throw it out there. Like, okay, I'm not gonna tell her to calm down. <laughs> she has so, the right to be mad if she wants to. So I I, I do want to talk about 
now that you've kind of talked about Amanda Knox, I want to talk about the twist in the story of why we would get why she doesn't want to be associated with this movie. Um, the police look like idiots for first. The police look like idiots for first, but second, uh, she had something to do with it. She she the did, character in the movie. The character in the movie. Yeah, Abigail make that Breslin. Abundantly clear, Abigail Breslin's character in the movie was it Lily? What was her name? I think it was Lily. Yeah, Allison, Allie, and then Allie and Lena. Okay, yeah. I just I oh I closed the IMDb page. Oh well. Anyway, let's um, Abigail Breslin's character. Abigail Breslin's character. She says that basically Matt and we'll kind of talk about it throughout it. Matt Damon essentially realizes as he's interrogating the guy that he his daughter is saying that's the guy that murdered her not me as he's uh torturing and interrogating the guy comes to find out she essentially like traded a necklace or something and traded she, the necklace that said still water that he gave her right before she left and she was just wanting the person that was murdered just get her out just get her out of the apartment and the guy misunderstood what she meant and murdered her and she's like i didn't know I didn't want to kill her, but I wanted her gone, and I didn't know what happened at all. I'm so fast, and I came back, and she was dead. Um, so she had something to do with it. I actually started suspecting that. So you said you didn't see it coming at all. No, no. I I mean, you, like, you saying what you just said, like, it, 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 it hit it very well in plain sight. Because thinking back, like... There's one, there's one scene. I'm going to tell you the scene that made me start questioning. And I want you to, I want, I'm not going to elaborate for very first. I want you to, I want to see if you go, oh yeah, that would make, if that scene makes sense of why it made you start questioning it. The scene where they're on the rocks after she goes swimming topless. And in front of her dad. In front of her dad. That was really that weird. That really bothered my girlfriend too. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, cause she jumped in and I was like, I don't see it top on her and then she's like swimming and you get to see like her yeah boob kind of wiggle weird in the not weird but like wiggle <laughs> in the water in a way that it wouldn't do if it was in like a bikini top you and could kelsey, just say and you kel- see your breasts <laughs> and kelsey and kelsey goes yeah that's not it that's she's topless that's not that's she's not got a top on anyway that's weird to do in front of her dad <laughs> yeah um it's italy i guess but what i'm getting at is she's american <laughs> so so she goes, she goes, <laughs> she goes, she goes swimming Yeah, and they get out and they're talking and she says, so it's when they're having that conversation about yeah. what the girl was like as a lover. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Why I started questioning it after that conversation. Oh, it's starting to come back to me because she, she says she's embarrassing me. She's taunting me. It's like she didn't care about my feelings, and I wanted her to know that I was in pain and, and embarrassed and hurt by what she was doing. And I was like, I literally went, I was like, you killed her. I Because that is a, that without saying I murdered her, that's the motivation in a confession of why that person was murdered. See, I I heard that, and... I heard that as it may also not help that I was watching made in America, the OJ Simpson story. So I was, I was in the mindset of what's the motivation for someone killing somebody. But when she says that I went, that's the motivation for a murder right there. I, I heard that as, yeah, I was mad at her acting the way that she did, but I'm still heartbroken because I didn't want her murdered. Yeah. Yeah. So I get, I get what you're saying, but like the moment she said that, I leaned over to Kelsey and I was like, I think she had something to do with it. See, this is just a I was lit- like, she's acting really suspicious. This is just a litmus test of who we are. Yeah. Like, I heard it as, I heard it as, yeah, I was mad at her, but my lover is still dead. Like, just normal human emotions. You get happy with people, you get sad with people, you get mad with people. Like, she was still, like, my lover. Like, even though I was mad at her the night before she got murdered. Like- yeah. <laughs> And then I heard, hey, here's motivation for a murder that happened. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, it's, I was surprised that that actually, like, came to fruition and in the end. And, I and was in the, very in the surprised. End, and in the end, when they have that conversation and they're like, what do we do? And it's like, 
Like I love well, Shut the hell up. That's Matt, what we do. <laughs> Matt da- Matt Damon has a face and she's like she's like, What do we do? And he's just standing there and he's like, Oh crap. Uh, I got you out of jail. You did have something to do with it. Oh no! Like you could, you could be convicted we... of second degree. Well, yeah. the, the other thing too—they're celebrating. They're like, "We got her back to America. We got her back to Oklahoma. We got her back to her hometown." It's like her dad did everything. Yeah, I but... la- I laughed at that because I was just like, "Senator, shut the hell up! You didn't yeah. do sh- you didn't do anything to help out the situation." But then, but then they're like celebrating and they're having a welcome home party and they're celebrating the fact that she's innocent and they got her home. And yeah. at this party, they're both like, uh, "What do we do?" Because. Yeah. <laughs> She had something to do with this. Oh no! Oh my god! And then like the end, where like they're sitting on. I actually really like the end where they're sitting on the porch. And she's like, it doesn't seem that different. And like, he's like, everything seems different because he's like, uh, my world changed because you had something to do with that murder. Well, he, he, yeah, that there's that, but he also spent what damn near a year, like literally, like living in a whole new life and culture, yeah. like. I feel like it, I, I I took it as a culmination of that. Even though, yeah, your daughter telling you that you helped murder someone inadvertently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took it as she murdered. Well, also. In a third ha- degree, if not second degree way. <laughs> yeah. And also, what happened to the guy? To. So he's got him tied up in the basement. And then the one lady lets him out. And then her, the lady and the kid lie and say, they have, they're like, I was down there yesterday and I didn't see anything. I didn't see the guy down there. And like, I'm not kidding you. Like, so they kick him out and then he goes, he gets the DNA test and all that stuff. And I was like, what happened to the guy? Like what happened to the guy he kidnapped? Either that's a chick in the bucket or she made him. She murdered him. She made him disappear or that's a chick in the bucket. And I'm pretty sure it's not a chick in the bucket. Yeah. I'm pretty (laughs) sure she like, I don't know. Like the other. Okay. So to get off the ending and all the twists and stuff, the part about like her romantic life. Uh, wait, in which way? The actress. No, I, I'm saying I, I want to hear which way you want to like direct this because this, love... literally everything involving her is like, well, OK, not her specifically, but like when it f- takes away from him trying to save the girl and like have a new romantic life post his wife not well, killing herself. Like, look, OK, so the important one important thing I got from this movie that I don't maybe you saw, but it maybe it just resonated better with me or maybe I saw this and you didn't. This movie is not about the redemption of his daughter. The movie is about the redemption of him. Well, with him being the main character. I just see it as he talks about, I was a screw up. I was a drunk. I was never home. I was a piece of crap. I was traveling all the time. I was working all the time. I was, I was messing up all the time. This is about him and his effort to save the family. He has discovering a family that he like, he finds he screws up pretty bad and ruins that, but in yeah. in doing that, he saves the family he has. So, what's more important, the family you make or the family you have? And um, I, 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 I like that, but also at the same time, the part where like they're having dinner and Abigail Breslin's like, "Are you guys having sex?" <laughs> This is France. We can talk which is, about that. Which is funny because after that scene is after a time where it looks like they had sex, but instead they yeah. probably just fell asleep talking and he fell asleep in her bed. Yeah. And then there's another scene where he just takes her to Olive Garden. Yeah. And just fettuccine's her Alfredo. <laughs> to answer your question, yes, I I picked up on like Matt. Yeah, Matt is like on his redemption in this. Uh if it's not obvious, I clearly wasn't as moved by that as that's you what were. It, that's what I was, that, well, that's what I'm getting at is... <laughs> well, plus the fact that Matt Damon is in every freaking scene in this movie. Yeah. There's not a moment in this movie without Matt Damon. Like, what? yeah, I picked up on that. This is his redemption. What? He mentions he's a drunk like 10 times. <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is when when I said that, as I was like, I don't know if you picked up on it. I'm assuming you did. It just didn't ring with you as much as it did with me. I, I It didn't touch me near as much as it touched you. I like Matt Damon. I movie. love Matt Damon as an actor. I no, just... no, no, in this movie, like I like, like I love him as an actor. But I'm saying, like, I really like what, like, his character in this movie. I like. Yeah. I love the part. Well, like, I love the part when they're sitting there and they're talking about guns, and he's like, "What is so weird about this?" This is like a... he's just like, 
Yeah. This is a good tie into like what I wanted to talk about too with just Matt not like not not exclusively like Matt as an actor but like this character that Matt was asked to play in this movie cuz you never you don't see you don't see this When was the last super, time we had a blue collar character that was uh, was not so, a stere- was not a stereotype and if yeah. they like you see you see this type of character two ways in movies either they're a stereotype in like a Michael Bay movie and they're not there to be made fun of but it's to be like isn't he awesome he's cool he's tough he's badass or you seem to be made fun of in movies this like, one's, like Cletus Yeah this movie's like hey what if we treat him like a human being and he's just He's just like we know tons a of working class blue collar guy. We know tons of people who are exactly this person, or at least I do. <laughs> well, yes, you, you're you're you to an extent. I was gonna say you're not quite you're not quite there. Yeah. Like if he's a ten, I'd say you're maybe like six I went and a half to, I went to this movie I went to this movie wearing a camouflage Anheuser Busch hat, and I was like, I feel like I fit in. You're 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 like six and a half or a seven, and if he's the ten, yeah. Uh, that friend is like a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If not nine and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but, like you, you. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about, though. Is that like you get Cletus from The Simpsons, or like you get they're only in the movie to just be like the gearhead, like the oh I'll fix your motor there, <laughs> spit some tobacco, I'll yeah. fix it. But like you don't get him in a way that like is not socially awkward he's like not there to be very made, he's he's not there to be made fun of he's there to progress the story yeah and he makes some amazing he has some amazing lines in the movie too that like um it's not like praising like an ideology because that was something i honestly was afraid of even though when they get like, into politics i love how he's like i didn't vote for them honestly like I swear to God, I didn't know Tom McCarthy or Todd McCarthy made this movie before getting into it. Like when the credits came up, that's when I realized, oh, this is the guy from Spotlight. No wonder this was pretty good. But uh, every time the politics came up, like when he just calmly, eloquently is like, oh, I can't vote. I, I'm i a convict. Or when he's like the, be- the best scene, the best scene in the movie for me personally was when he goes, um, OK, so. He's racist. I'm trying to find my daughter. Well, yeah, like, he like that to me is one of the best scenes where she's where she's like, he's racist and he's terrible. And he's like, so do you not understand? I'm trying to help my daughter and he's the only guy that can help us. He's he literally has the line. I'm not agreeing with him. I'm trying to use him. He has he potentially has information to save my literal daughter. I live in America and I'm in France. Dude, he's racist. Bummer. If he can figure out how to get my daughter out of jail for a murder that she didn't commit at the time, yeah. they think that she didn't commit. He's like, bummer. You do have to, like, he's racist. That doesn't define him. I need him to get information. Yeah. It's, We've got to talk to the guy. And that's what I mean by it's, it's not suffocating an ideology. It's seeing his point of view in practice in a way that like you understand why he's acting the way he, well, he, you really he, get an empathetic look. You get an empathetic look at like how, why he carries himself the way that he does. And like really what a blue collar person like actually is not just a, a skull chewing, like just a hillbilly. Yeah. Like I can't think of a more eloquent way to say that. Skull, <laughs> skull chewing. I'm not, I don't want to say it. I don't want to make people mad. People mad. Um, <laughs> But uh suspender so, wearing. <laughs> I love that in the middle of this movie it shows him like laying in bed and then the one girl comes in to talk to him and he's like, You're gonna get me in trouble, go to sleep. She goes, You have my tablet. And he goes, Yeah, and you're supposed to be asleep, go to bed. And it's got like Barbie stickers and oh, like so stuff like that. And he's watching football highlights. I do like okay, I wouldn't cut the scenes with him and the little girl, like in the in the basement, like uh giving each other vocabulary lessons. I thought all those scenes were super sweet. Um like when he picks up a screwdriver and she says the French word for it, and he's just like, so he's so struggling with it. I love, I love like when he gives her the soccer tickets. The so- the soccer scene is def well, okay, the- not even the scene. I'm talking like the scene where he gives her the tickets. That's why I was talking about the soccer. That's scene. That's why I was trying to say like yeah. the- that two minutes before they actually get to I've- the game. Like, my dad that did that great. for me when we were working on the um, when we were working on the forerunner. Yeah. When we're doing the engines and transmission swap, he wanted to save this for the end, but he's like, I, I can't because it fell behind schedule. I wanted you to have this in time to watch the Colts and Packers play. He gave me a jersey. And he's like, here you go. 
There you go. Oh, oh, oh the machine. Um, oh, you did. But he, <laughs> but no, he he gave it to me. And he was like, I've had that moment of like, you do something, thinking it's something completely different, and you get like a cool cool present out of it. Like I was like, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Um. So okay, let's actually talk about the soccer game scene because this is like the most intense scene in the movie. Now, granted, the other soccer I'm, games in real life are this intense, by the way. No, no, no. I'm not talking. <laughs> that. I'm talking when he sees yeah, him in I, the stands. Yeah. I was like, I went, uh oh. Yeah. And and Kelsey goes, "You've got the girl with you," and I was like, "I don't think he cares." Nope. I was like, "I really don't think he cares." Like real daughter versus pseudo daughter. Nope. I, I did not think he was gonna kidnap him. I thought he was gonna beat him to within an inch of his life. I see that was when it kind of almost half turns into prisoners. Like I was a little worried. I was like, "But it works in this movie too," because because really, because it doesn't is, it doesn't go full prison. Well, because really, yeah. what does he do? He punches him in the face one time, yeah. kidnaps him, and then he's like, "I've got a place to keep him and whatever." And when it shows him torturing him. I don't want to sound like a monster. What I mean is in the context of other movies where I've seen people get kidnapped and tortured, this isn't that bad. Cause he's just like, I strap not, you, yeah, he's like, not. I strap you to a chair and you're just in the basement in the dark all day. And I come and feed you and I need you to give me the information. If you don't you stay here. Yeah. He's not in a shower with scalding water. Uh, yeah. He's not in a shower with scalding water. Liam Neeson didn't drive like knitting needles in his legs and he's hooking up a car battery to him. Oh, uh, what's taken. No, no, uh, What's-Her-Face um, from the Stephen King movie. Oh, my God. Didn't break his legs. God, God damn it. Uh, uh, she, Kathy Bates. Oh, misery. Thank you. God damn it. Yeah, like, re- in reality, he's just like, yeah, you're just stuck here. Like, it's bad. I'm not saying that this is good and to do this. What I'm saying is, like, it's not horrible. Like, yeah. he doesn't... He, that's what I mean. It's that's not, what it's I not mean grute- by... It's not grotesque for the sake of, like, the torture being, like... What yeah. I what I mean is, when I said it doesn't feel like a whole new movie starts, it's because it stays grounded and, like, yeah, what would this guy do if he if he could? He would he would withhold the guy so that way he can get the DNA test done, yeah. and, if, and if it is him, he'd turn him in to law enforcement. Yeah. That's, that's cool. what would happen. Not... Oh yeah, he's torturing him like a CIA operative would. Like he's not a CIA he's operative. Not, he's not going Jack Bauer on him. <laughs> oh my god! Did you uh, did you watch Twenty Four? I can't remember. Sort of. I had an uncle that did, and so there were times I would see, like I wasn't choosing to watch it, but like I would see it. Like times I'd see him, I would see it. Like I remember like the commercial breaks where like something would happen, and then it's booted, booted, yeah, booted. I don't know why I sound like the Swedish chef. I was going to say, it's uh, more Muppets. More bass. Yeah. So I saw that stuff, but um, I only watched season one and then I stopped. I don't know why. I like season one. It was pretty good. So we've actually been going for a bit. We're coming up on 47 minutes because of my theater story. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean. And with the way today's gone, we are pressed for time. I mean, I honestly, we've. We addressed Amanda Knox. We talked about blue collar hero actually being a hero and not an idiot. Um, I mean, is there anything else I really like? Stand. We haven't really talked about the love interest in the movie. You guide this because I've said multiple times now that like a majority of this, I would cut to get it to two hours would be just what did you, him what, and her. Like, did you did you like her character at least? Yeah, I love the character. I got okay. nothing with the character. It's just I like when he goes. It's literally to the, the movie. It's literally like too much like i get it's a redemption and part of the redemption is him finding this love fulfillment and familial f- fulfillment that's a tongue twister i i like the scene <laughs> but it's, it's a, i was more interested in him trying to like get the daughter out of jail personally that's that's just me i like the scene where he goes to the theater and then they're having dinner and she's like can you explain to me the art that you just watched i'm like yes please explain art matt damon when, in this movie it was when we started the show three years ago yeah. <laughs> Did you understand that this shot represented that? Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, but uh, the way he said, well, "What am I gonna do in a theater?" Yeah, like <laughs> I've heard so many people say theater. Um, if we did, if we did an actual like performing arts live theater did you, podcast, did you like the little girl actress? Did you think she? Because I, I, yeah. I was like, wow, a child that young not detracting from a movie is amazing. In yeah, fact, she's she enhancing the movie. No, I had nothing. I had no. I thought the. I thought the wife was really, really talented. Uh, that little kid was fantastic. She, she just 
is what you should do as a little kid just like um just be the the curious quiet just like i don't know i like the arc that she went through she gradually starts speaking more english and then she bails out matt damon like even though like mom probably yelled at her like just or well i mean we find out what happens after like when he when she kicks him out yeah which by the way jesus christ like that it's just how that story arc ended yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't expect that to be it's not a chick in the bucket because they we have the goodbye hug but like god damn dude yeah <laughs> that was heartbreaking so all right who would you cast nick cage to be in this movie and why oh there's only like four choices um it's uh the the retired cop that turned uh into a pi that wanted 12 grand for the, the D, to do the dna test same i i'd pick the same that's guy. more or less because there's like not really another like good pick well also <laughs> i i i genuinely think nicholas or not nicholas nicholas cage would Nick actually Thomas. yeah nicholas cage would actually in my opinion be a good retired cop yeah he's a, he's he's a, he's about he's, the age that guy is now he's seen some stuff <laughs> nick cage knows some things yeah so I, that's who i would pick but yeah that's uh that's our review um movie theaters please don't give me panic attacks like that anymore <laughs> uh or or do because i love this story oh my god um but yeah no i think i agree with you it's a good place to pause i'm glad i didn't panic and leave because <laughs> you would have missed the the rest of a pretty good movie i say yeah. pretty good i get it. i get it i no quarrels if anyone thinks it's a great movie i just had my own personal quirks with it but but yeah um let's take our break and when we come back we will let you know what we are checking out next week. All right, everybody. That is it for this review and this week's... Okay. <laughs> Thank you. This week's batch of episodes. Um, we got a pretty exciting week for you all coming up next week. Uh, we are only going to the theaters once. One time um that is because uh (laughs) that's because uh my schedule is a little wonky it's um we're seeing two movies don't worry it's not a complete i this is the end of the show forever it's not it's not Dan's schedule got wonky forever because he's going into a coma (laughs) oh oh no um it's i've been in one just wake up and be like hey it's been it's immediate (laughs) yeah i i just uh i can i i i have a big family thing i have to do so um i only have time to see one movie in theaters and the other movie will be seeing... going to oligarchs <laughs> oh my god it's a wedding i mean not like how we discuss it yeah we're <laughs> like to actually like have a meal yeah yeah that's what you're saying um <laughs> 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 uh, anyway um our one movie we are gonna go see in theaters um nick uh technically this is your pick uh tell everybody what we're gonna go into the theaters to see we're going to see Ryan Reynolds be Ryan Reynolds in a video game and Free Guy. Yes, it is only in theaters. Um, so if you're in an area that the theater's still open uh, and you feel comfortable, that's the way uh, you'll have to see it. That's the way we're going to go see it. We're not going to... Well, we can't use HBO Max. Uh, <laughs> we actually have to go to the theater this time. <laughs> um, but yes, we're going to see Free Guy first. And then our second movie um, is my pick. I very, very rarely pick Time Machines, but I relish every time I do. Um, in the tradition of uh, trying to find some extra bad movies for the back half of the year. I hate you. <laughs> I found all the way back in 2011, streaming on Hulu and Amazon Prime, we're going to watch Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie. It is, again, on Hulu and Amazon Prime. I'm going to get you. We've talked a lot about... I'm going to get you back for this. We've watched a lot of videos about this movie. I can't believe you did this to me. We've talked about this movie having not seen it kind of like me with norbit we're going to watch it (laughs) i i i remember seeing the trailer for the first time and i was like okay avoid that one forever and then i started doing this and now i can't anymore it's 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 free on hulu and amazon prime they should pay me to watch it i'm i'm not excited for the movie you talked about what i did for you yesterday and you're like oh put it on my car this is something i want to cash in on you're the the one that said we should back catalog so many bad movies for the second half of the year i know but not this this is an affront to god man (laughs) 
Let me think. I was thinking some more M. Night Shyamalan movies, man, not Adam Sandler. <laughs> I was thinking about hitting myself in the head with a hammer. <laughs> I thought about Not Jack and Jill. I thought about scraping my knees, not not breaking my neck down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But no, we're sticking to it. I picked it. We're sticking to it. Jack and Jill. That's our second movie. Free Guys, the first movie. Um, like I said, Free Guys in theaters. Jack and Jill is streaming on Hulu and Amazon Prime. Nick, remind everybody where they can reach out to us. <sighs> Sorry, I was yawning. Uh, Facebook, Brandy Points Guide to Cinema. Instagram, Brandy underscore Points underscore Guide. And Twitter, at Brandy underscore Cinema. As well as Brandy Points Guide to Cinema at gmail.com. Bowl of popcorn, the show logo with a bo- show logo with a bowl. <laughs> The show logo, a bowl of popcorn with a brownie in it, is the profile picture of everything. Send us brownie bites, ideas, whether topics, discuss, contents, new movie trailers, review, movies, review, whether in theaters or streaming, new releases, or time machines. We're on Letterboxd, Dan is Capital D, Ryan 49, I'm somewhere on there. Uh, send us recommendations and reviews, whatever platforms you listen to us on. If we get them on Apple Podcasts, I'll read them on air. Helps us break through algorithms because we don't talk about shaving balls or whatever is going to be advertised in Jack and Jill. Um, <laughs> Because we know Adam Sandler loves product placement. Wait, doesn't that have the Dunkin' Donuts scene, or is that Grown Ups? Oh my god, that is the du- the cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> the Al Pacino. The Al. Shoot, I can't remember. Shut up. I, <laughs> I have to watch it next week. You're not doing it now. <laughs> god, Al Pacino's in it. How can you not be excited, Scarface? Have you seen the? reviews that's how you cannot be excited for it oh i know the history of the sh- i know the history of this movie we're seeing it for its 10th anniversary hey how about that <laughs> does that make you feel old that jack and jill is 10 years old <laughs> makes me want to punch you what makes you feel older that shrek is 20 or jack and jill's 10 the fact that i'm having to watch this stupid movie <laughs> because i said never watch it and i was starting to feel like i wasn't going to and now i have to and great Oh, see, you know what's funny is see when every, you tell me to go digging for a bad movie. I, oh, I'll find one. <laughs> I, I will say this: the thing that I find interesting about having to do this next week is everything about Jack and Jill I saw came out at time of release. Mm-hmm. I have not heard a retrospective on this. Maybe because people are like, "This doesn't need to be revisited." But well, we just did an orbit two weeks ago. So, but what I'm getting at is Jack and Jill was. Uh, I've not heard someone looking back on it ten years later. Mm. from when it was made i've only heard people's reactions to it the first time when it came out not the first time 10 years later so this will be interesting because i've only seen the duncachino scene um i've seen in the the trailer i've seen the trailers and the duncachino scene only thing i've seen on it's the red letter media review okay i've heard i've heard like jeremy johns and stuff like that but like the stuff i've seen was stuff that red letter media put in the review Okay, Wait, uh, was that when it came out too? Yeah. Okay, so ten year old video. Yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> I bet their their review. They're like, is he even enjoying being alive? I and I checked. I checked. Like they're like, we're, look at him on the red carpet. He looks so sad. We're we're in the middle of the month, and so I I witnessed it on the Hulu app. It's there. We're in the middle of the month. It's not going to disappear on us. We are going to watch it. F you. It's January. No, I'm just saying because. No, no, no. What I'm getting at is it's F you. It's January, except it's August, which is like the January of summer. <laughs> no one looks forward to August. Yeah. It's hot. It's humid. You go back to oh, school. Oh, I'm aware of the heat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, uh, listeners, uh, we will continue to be here in your ears on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.com, and all other major podcasting platforms here and around the globe. Shout out to you foreign listeners. Uh, thank you for listening as well. Uh, so far, the year had been going better than 2020, but now we potentially in America might be on a lockdown part two. So I don't know how much more bluntly I could say it without dropping an F-bomb, but how about you go out there and get your damn shots, people? Like, that's... Well, how come we're going to lock down again? Because Delta. Because you didn't get your shot. I'm sorry. I'm not happy about this. I'm not being coy or like nice about this i just we stay get get your freaking shots yeah just my god i don't i'm i again i don't view this as a political thing just get your freaking shot man like yeah it's that's all i'll say i'm trying to be i'm trying not to lose my lid over it but with things that are going on in the world as of this taping and things potentially i would like to go to the the hockey game in uh january i just bought tickets for yeah i would like to keep going to the theaters and 
I eventually stopped wearing my mask at work again, and oh, I had to be outside, and I had my mask on today, and I like I was like breathing. It's really hot right now in Indiana. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, this is miserable, dude. It my my job is hot too, and we just had to start wearing our masks the other day, like for the first time in three months, and I'm not a happy camper about it. <laughs> but um, anyway. Just get, just get your damn vaccine, people. There's not much else I can really say about it. Um, obviously, keep your, uh, your ears and your hearts open, and give a damn about each other by getting your vaccine. Um, so yeah, with that, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, we got a news episode coming up on Sunday, Free Guy on Tuesday, and Jack and Jill on Thursday. Catch you then. I feel like in Stillwater too. It's just gonna be like thirty to forty years later, and Matt Damon has grown up to be Jeff Bridges. Stillwater's title will be Moving Water. No, Moving moving Solid. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> That's called poop. Matt <laughs> 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 Damien. <laughs>